Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 381. It's KB coming at you with a solo dolo show, recapping this horrendous Eagles loss and a couple other odds and ends in between. But before we get started, big shout out to the sponsors, the homies over at Main Auto LLC, Dusharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated. Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, our friends over at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. You guys can go to TomahawkShades.com, get sunglasses, blue light glasses, everything in between. You got to get it. You got to rock with Tomahawk Shades, Team Tomahawk. And when you go to checkout, use promo code USP. You get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. That's promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your entire order from our homies at Tomahawk Shades Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. You guys can get the vodka soda party packs at StatesideVodka.com. You can also support the show using promo code USP to get 10% off the one liter bottles of vodka at StatesideVodka.com. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. And our friends at Kenwood Beer, go to KenwoodBeer.com and use that Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood on tap. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. So yeah, guys, we might have jumped the gun on the Philadelphia Eagles a bit. Uh, They lose to the New York Giants in embarrassing fashion. I... I'm speechless. They lose 13-7. to You can't put up 14 points on the Giants. That's all it would have taken to beat this team is 14 points. 14 lousy points. Um, it's just an embarrassing game all around. I feel like the Eagles kind of like felt they could be on cruise control in this one. And it was Jalen Hurts' worst start we've seen from him probably ever. Uh, three interceptions goes 14 of 31. Um just like an all-around bad game plan in this game. And something I picked up on that I didn't get to mention on the Bell and the Birdman post-game show, which I'm on every Sunday with John Bartrand and Vince Quinn. Check that out at Bell and the Bird. I, it, it seems to me, and I might sound stupid, I'm not the biggest like X's and O's football savant, but I, I might sound stupid here, so forgive me if I do. It seems like Jalen Hurts, the more time that he has in the pocket, the more prone to throwing poorly he is. Every time in this game, at least, against the Giants, that I saw him have a clean pocket, time to throw, excuse my yawn, 
uh, time to throw in the pocket. Like, had a clean opportunity. He just made an errant, awful throw. And it was like, the more and more I watched, it was the more time he has, the worse he's performing. And it makes no sense to me whatsoever that the more clean time you have to throw the ball, you're not executing. It's almost like he has to have like an internal three to five seconds to get rid of the ball. And if he doesn't, like, it's like disaster spells. I don't know if that just needs to be something that they, that the coaching staff like hones in on. And it's like, hey, you know, you got to get rid of the ball in three to five seconds. If nothing's there, run it yourself. Because that would work with Jalen Hurts in terms of like he has the the mobility factor. It's not like you have Big Ben back there who's just, you know, a statue. You can you can execute that type of play where Jalen Hurts, if he if he doesn't have anybody open in three to five seconds, boom, tuck that ball, you're running. Make something happen with your legs. Because he averaged nine point six yards a carry on the ground on eight carries in this game, seventy seven yards. That seems like if I'm Nick Sirianni, if I'm this offensive coaching staff, that's something I'm looking at on film after this game is Okay, Jalen had way too much time to throw, and he's overthinking the the moves that he has to make in order to get the ball down the field. He's overthinking just the play development. Let's make this simple. Give you an allotted time, and hey, if it's not there, tuck it. Let's run and, and keep this, this drive alive. Let's keep this thing rolling. That's where I'm at right now after this game because just too many piss-poor mistakes Across the board, the offense was so stagnant and so stale. Um, and why? 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to ask why. Why is Jalen Rager getting key targets down the stretch in the most clutch, important moments of the game? When you have the reigning Heisman Trophy winner playing the same position of wide receiver on your roster, when you have a guy in Dallas Goddard who you just paid a boatload of money to getting a a phenomenal matchup against piss-poor linebackers, you're throwing it to a guy who loves to run backwards and can't catch a football. You know, everybody, when, when Nelson Aguilar was dropping passes, I was one of the few people... That, you know, I understood it was frustrating, but, like, I still very much enjoy Nelson Aguilar. He's a great dude, and I wanted to see him succeed, and I'm happy he's found success, you know, after his time here in Philadelphia, after winning a Super Bowl here with us. But Jalen Rager is just a a waste of a roster spot. I have no sympathy for Jalen Rager. He is is just, he's super online with just tweeting, like, tweeting through it. Uh, and I, I just, I can't handle it. He's not good. He's a waste of a roster spot. You've given him time and time again, chances, chances and more chances. And the dude just fails to step up to the plate in any which way possible. He had two catches for 31 yards in this game, which is like the most I think he's had all year. The dude is just an unmitigated disaster. And 
you know, we want to harp on JJ Ortega Whiteside and everything. At least that at least that dude is blocking. At least he can pass block, run block, and all that kind of stuff. Jalen Rager's not even giving you that. He can't even punt return properly. He can't even kick return properly. The dude stinks. I'm tired of him being on this roster. Like, that drop that he had that cost the Eagles this game should have, like, prompted Howie Roseman to say, Jalen, you're not coming home with this team. <laughs> you, you are staying in New Jersey. You are, you are not coming home. We'll see you back here next week when the field is green and, and everything around the stadium is green instead of blue because we play the Jets here next week. And that's best case scenario. If I was Howie Roseman, Jalen Rager would have been cut on Monday. We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey. Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. I'm sorry. That dude, he has no spot on this football team. And I am very forgiving. I am very, you know, I I give a long leash for a lot of players, even if they stink. Jalen Rager, man, I have never been so annoyed and frustrated with a guy in my life. And I wanted to be positive about him last year. Give him the benefit of the doubt that he, he was injured for some of the season. But my God, does this dude stink. I I just can't. I can't do it anymore with Jalen Rager. He's an unmitigated disaster. You continue week in and week out seeing what Justin Jefferson is able to do with Kirk Coupons as his quarterback. I just, I can't do the Jalen Rager thing anymore. I just don't know how he's active on game days now. I, I just truly... And baffled that Howie Roseman was swindled by Monty Rager to draft this kid in the first round, 21st overall, because his dad played for the team. It's just so bad. I, I truly cannot tell you guys. Like, if we had an underground sports Philadelphia, like Hall of Shame or, or something of the ilk of that, Jalen Rager would get first ballot votes from me. I'm so sick of this dude. He makes me disgusted, and I probably sound like a sports radio caller right now, but guess what? Everyone feels this way about Jalen Rager, except for Jalen Rager. The dude sucks. He should not be on this football team. If Nick Sirianni has any guts, he'll bench him against the Jets. I'd rather see Greg Ward and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside splitting time out there in place of Jalen Rager. I, I honestly would. I'd rather see, I said this on the live stream on Sunday with Bell and the Birdman. I'd rather see John Hightower out there. What do you have to lose putting John Hightower out there as opposed to Jalen Rager? Not a goddamn thing. Jalen Rager is so bad, guys. I can't even tell you the last time I felt this way about a Philadelphia sports athlete. 
cannot tell you. Because it's very rare that I don't embrace one of the players on the team. Unless something unless they do something so ridiculously like damning, like number thirty seven who used to play for the Phillies, who I was a huge fan of until he acted like an absolute moron and I excommunicated my fandomship of him. But like I, I just truly I cannot wait for the the one the day to come where either Adam Schefter, Mike Garofolo, Ian Rappaport, Tom Pelissero, whoever it is, tweets out, the Eagles have released wide receiver Jalen Rager. I'm at that point. I never wish for anybody to lose their job or anything. Hopefully he, he clinches onto a practice squad somewhere. But not here. I, I just can't do the Jalen Rager experiment anymore. Chalk it up as an L. Tip your cap to the Vikings. Let them know that you won the Super Bowl in their house in 2017, 2018. And call it a day. Oh yeah, and we blew the doors off of you too. I saw tweets like, I'm so thankful for the Eagles and, and them taking Jalen Rager. Fuck off. We, we win a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, quite frankly. Vikings fans are the worst. Um... But yeah, that's where I'm at. This Eagles team, they are who we thought they were. They're middle of the pack, average at best. They're five and seven. They'll probably finish, you know, eight and ten or whatever, eight and nine. Nine and eight if they're lucky. You know, they're they're gonna finish anywhere from five to eight wins. And Probably not make the playoffs, which is fine by me, but that's besides the point. Point is, you couldn't score 14 points. You got shut out for three quarters by the New York Giants. That's just flat out embarrassing. the The penalties were atrocious. I don't even remember how many penalties were racked up by this team. Four for twenty six, like, and they were all just like egregiously bad. the The reps were awful in this game too. Not that I I want to make excuses for how poorly we played, but the refs were atrocious. Um, but you lose to the Giants, and that's where you're at right now. You lost to the freaking New York Giants, a bad Giants team, and now you sit in. Third place in the division. Who knows what will uh, come of, of the next couple of weeks. But it is just so bad. So bad, so bad, so bad. The fact that this team is 1-4 at home is just so silly to me. 4-3 and three on the road. Most road wins in the division. But least amount of home wins. Your Philadelphia Eagles, ladies and gentlemen. That is where we are with the 2021 Philadelphia Eagles. They are 5-7 and seven and holding on for dear life for any hope of a playoff push. I doubt it's coming now after this game. You have the Jets, the Washington football team, the Giants, the Washington football team, and the Cowboys left. <laughs>
Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. And Washington, they seem like they're not quitting anytime soon. So that's going to be two difficult games there that you're going to have to earn wins in. I I just don't know how this team gets into the playoffs. I, I don't see it. And I'm fine with it at this point. Like I, The better the draft pick, honestly, right now, if we look at uh, the old tankathon um, for the NFL draft order, this is where the Eagles' picks would fall right now. Um They'd be picking 8th with their own pick, ninth with the Dolphins pick, and 14th with the Colts pick. So you'd have two top 10 picks and three top 15 picks. And then second round would be... Uh... Second round, you would have the 42nd pick... Uh, which is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. The 10th pick in the second round. I thought we had another second round pick for some reason. Don't know why. Um, And then the third round, you'd have the 73rd pick, which is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. The ninth pick in the third round... Do we have another third round pick? No? Interesting. I don't know why I thought we had multiple like day two picks um in in different rounds, but mock draft right now, like if you were to pick today, Tankathon has the Eagles taking Andrew Booth Jr. a corner from Clemson at eight. Kenyon Green, an interior O lineman offensive tackle, kind of hybrid guy, six four, three twenty five out of Texas A and M. And then uh, Chris Olave, 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 don't know how to pronounce his last name, apologize to Chris, uh, wide receiver from the Ohio State University. And then in the second round, it has us taking uh, Majai Sanders, uh, an edge rusher from Cincinnati. And then in the third round, it has us taking Jeremy Ruckert, a tight end from Ohio State. A ton of Ohio State players and they just got mollywopped by Michigan, so I don't know how I feel about that. Um, that's kind of concerning, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, especially since I want either Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau on this Eagles team. But it seems more and more likely by the day that that's not going to happen. And that is driving me up a wall. Um, but yeah, it is, uh, it is a wonderful time. 
to to kick off this holiday season with our Philadelphia Eagles. One order of pain coming right up. Um, hope everybody had a, a really good Thanksgiving for those who celebrate. Um, we are pushing towards the the final stretches of, of this fourth year of underground sports heading into year five. Big things on the horizon. Um, just want to thank the... Uh, the Vineland High School football team and the Red and Gray Gridiron group for uh, an awesome year this year, you know, in terms of, of just experience for me. Uh, being in the booth full-time this season with Rich Scarpa was an absolute blast getting to call uh, high school football games this year. It's something I never thought I would do um, throughout this, like, whole media journey I've gone on from writing to you know, being a beat reporter for a little bit on uh, some high school beats to starting our own media company to podcasting and video and all this kind of stuff. Uh, never thought I'd get into the play-by-play game, but here we are, and it has been an absolute blast. I, I really am looking forward already to next season because uh, Friday nights in the booth were absolutely electric, a ton of fun. Uh, doing it for the full season this year, not just kind of filling in um, for a few games, but doing it for a full year, that kind of being the schedule, it was an absolute blast being in there with Rich Scarpa, like I said. Rich, what a what an awesome you know pairing we, we were, and next year is only going to get better as, as we continue to grow as a, a tandem, but um, the Dan Russo Show is, is one of the longest-running shows on our network, and very uh feel very fortunate to have that show as part of our our entire lineup from you know this main podcast of underground sports philadelphia that started it all to otb getting the whole fourth and goal streamer season top bins being back uh eagles enemies um you know we have our thursday night props live stream show that's a video show um and, of course, the Dan Russo Show is an absolute staple of this here institution. And looking forward to, you know, growing that show and, and building it up to being something that uh, can really be a powerhouse um, in the high school football realm. So, big thank you to Coach Russo. This has been a uh, year... Again, the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I don't even know how many. You know, we've done 37 episodes, a couple, a few episodes got thrown off from last year but um due to you know the pandemic and everything and season starting late you know season getting put on hold for a little bit as well uh throughout the year but the show's been going on since 2018 um you know as i accidentally hit play on an episode here uh, you know, the first episode of the Dan Russo show, 2018, um, when they were getting set for a matchup against Williamstown, um, it's been awesome. You know, this fourth season of the Dan Russo show, it's, it's not very often that you have a, 
a branch spinoff show last that long. Um, look at our fantasy football stuff. It's taken a while for that to kind of have a, a sticking home. But having the Dan Russo show on the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast network um, is is awesome. I take pride in that and having you know my alma mater be represented on our network is, is really cool and a, a really awesome touch to everything we do. And it's only going to get better next year. Like I, I told Coach Russo when we signed off of our last episode, um, there's a ton of stuff that I have like just swirling through my brain, ready to ride once you know July, August kicks around um, to really get ready for the 2022 season and, and really taking a step forward with what we do with the Dan Russo Show and our coverage of of Vineland High School football because it is you know it's an institution around here. In terms of just, you know, popularity, people wanting to tune in, people going to games, seeing all the alumni that are now at the next level. There, there's a lot that I want to accomplish with the Dan Russo show. So that show is going to continue to evolve and grow and, and really be a, a big giant for us during football season. And uh, just wanted to thank Coach Russo, Jim, and uh, the rest of the Red and Gray Gridiron group for allowing us to be the official home of the Dan Russo show and kind of getting it started and, and building it to where it's at now. And of course, uh, for allowing me to, to step into Coach Parentazzi's shoes uh, and, and try to fill them as best as I could up in the booth with Rich Scarpa this year. And looking forward to many, many years to come with myself and Rich in the booth calling Friday Night Lights um, for Violent High School football. But... <laughs> Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already down. know. <laughs> you it's already know. I think that's how it we always went goes. Like 45 minutes, and we're at like Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. That's all I got for you guys. Um, we will be live on Tuesday night this week um, due to me having an obligation with our friends at Buna Regional High School and their um, winter show that they have going on Wednesday, Thursday night at Buna Regional High School. If you're in the area, come out. We're doing a Christmas carol. It's going to be electric. 7 p.m. is uh, both start times for both shows. Um, so we're pushing our main pod to Tuesday night on twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI if you want to catch it live. And then the podcast version will be up on Thursday for you guys um, like it normally is. So nothing changes with the podcast version. 
of the show, just the live uh, stream of it on Twitch will be Tuesday instead of Wednesday. And a whole lot of stuff coming. The Philadelphia Wings are back this week. OTB is getting ready to kick into hyperdrive. Um, This is where our lacrosse coverage starts. And we don't stop covering lacrosse now until September. uh, Which is very exciting. We have NLL straight through the winter into the spring and early, you know, parts of summer. And then PLL right into it. Um, So this is, you know... Very excited for DJ to get his full, full-fledged schedule of, of OTB coverage of lacrosse. And I know he's ready for it. We're going to rock and roll this thing. But the Wings are back, and I'm very excited to be back at the Wells Fargo Center for the first time since March 7th, 2020. Uh, I will be back for the first time on Saturday night when the Wings take on Panther City. And uh, it's going to be an electric atmosphere I can't wait. I love covering the wings as well. Being on that beat is so much fun. And uh, we're going to bring you guys some electric coverage from the Philadelphia Wings this year as well. So stay tuned for that over at OTB Pod on the Twitter machine. You can follow me at KBIZZL311. Follow us as a network at UndergroundPHI on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. Ton of fun stuff coming your way very soon on the website as well. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let me know how you feel about this Eagles team right now. Where do you see them going the rest of the way? Are you confident that they make the playoffs? Where Where do you feel this Eagles team is headed uh, You know, after this dreadful loss to the Giants? Uh, five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too, and we know they're five stars. You can also check us out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, big thank you to our sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Main Auto, I already said Main Auto, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And, of course, the homies at Tomahawk Shade Stateside Urban Craft Vodka and Kenwood Beer. Go to TomahawkShades.com. Use code USP at checkout to get 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. Get the vodka soda party packs at StatesideVodka.com. Use code USP on the one-liter bottles of vodka to get 10% off those bad boys. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And our friends at Kenwood Beer. Use the Kenny Tracker at KenwoodBeer.com to see who has Kenwood on tap. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. This has been episode number 381 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your boy, KB. Until next time, I am signing off. Peace. <laughs>